Hello and welcome to the Tips and Its podcast with Sia and Pip. Hello. We are a podcast based in Glasgow where we talk about everything that is amazing, nitty and yarny and fabulous. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get a little bit tipsy along the way. Hi guys, we're back. It's February already. Which means one thing and one thing only. It's nearly Edinburgh? Yep. I'm, I'm upset that you had to question that <laughs> So today I'm just being boring and drinking water because I need a lot of water. So that's that. What about you, Sia? Yeah, we should probably just mention for anyone who perhaps hasn't caught the news or is a new listener, Pip is drinking water because she is... Pregnant. That's why. <laughs> We've not gone sober on everybody. Mm-mm. And while Pip is doing that, I am getting a little bit funky and I've got some of the Macar-Wegian gin that we reviewed way, way back in the distant past. It would have been probably about this time last year, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, it was a Christmas one, I think. Yeah. Um, so I've got that. However, I've got a K-tonic gin tea bag, essentially. Mm-hmm. I got gifted these a couple of Christmases ago. And there's a little box and it comes with six and I'm using the red one, which apparently signifies passion. Excellent. Uh, it should have in it apple, hibiscus, I think it's meant to say elderberry, but this has got a typo. Uh, rose hip, strawberry, raspberry, blackberry, and oh, cranberry. <laughs> cranberry. Cranberry, yeah. So it's turned my gin nice and red. Very red. And it's done literally nothing for the taste. Just tastes like regular. That's a pity. But it's a nice red colour and it's washing all my lipstick off. So, you and know. the wee gin is nice. Yeah, the wee gin is lovely. So I've just basically put... It's, it's like putting food colouring in some gin. <laughs> Natural food colouring. So I have got others. There, there's a rose one, which is apparently jasmine. Yellow is citric. Orange apparently isn't orange flavoured or citric flavoured. It's energy flavoured. Okay. Had um, cinnamon on the label though, and I can't eat cinnamon. So. Yeah, green is apparently fresh. Sure. And white tastes of essential. <laughs> okay. Which makes me slightly uncomfortable, <laughs> to be quite frank. Yeah. So I think if you're looking for something a little bit gimmicky and fun, go for these. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't think these are going to make a regular appearance on the podcast. Somehow. No. But hey ho! So that's that's the that's the alcoholic portion covered. <laughs> That was a when quick in one. doubt, add food colour <laughs> or a tea bag. Actually, I should have done that. I should have just brought some Yorkshire tea bags in and dunked them in some gin. Oh gosh, we won't. Let's let's not say we did. Right, regular content. Yeah, let's go with on the needles then, shall yeah, we? Pip, what have you got on your needles I've this got episode? One project on the needles, which is a mama vertebrae, mm-hmm. which is the big version of, funnily enough, the baby vertebrae. Uh-huh. And I'm knitting that in some inherited yarn, which is like cashmere and wool and beautiful. Sublime. The sublime. And it's going. I'm doing it in garter stitch instead of stockinette stitch because no purling, please. Not right now. I just need soothing garter stitch. And in the meantime, I have frogged my Una shawl because I just was having a bad time the last couple of months and I couldn't. I couldn't commit to a project I was having in fact like this time last year commitment issues I also cast on and then frogged a simple like beanie in four ply as well just nope wasn't sitting but I've got my knitting mojo back awesome and my mama vertebrae is going well good yep I'm nearly ready to separate for the body exciting so oodles of squishy garter stitch coming up you are going to be so comfortable once you have that done. 
I am going to be so comfortable. I'm going to do it with like half length sleeves so that by the time that I'm big enough that I'm wearing it, it'll probably be quite warm because I'm doing the yeah. summer. So half length sleeves, jobs are good. But it'll also be good when you go into the winter months as well. Yeah, just be good for wrapping Layering. around. Layering, yes, indeed. What yep. about yourself, Sia? So I've got two projects on the got at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm currently sat here working my way through my second Sunset Highway sweater. Mm-hmm. So I may have acquired some more yarn from Chromatic Yarns, a.k.a. <laughs> Hannah the Corner of Craft. And it's in her BFL four-ply base, and it's in the Inflict Wounds colorway. Mm-hmm. And I've been meaning to get my hands on it for ages. And when she did a shop update, I was like, right, I will have that. <laughs> that is mine now. Please yes. and thank you. So... It arrived super quick and I hand wound it and it is flipping gorgeous. Oh, it's so lovely. If you hear needles clacking away in the background, it's because she is whizzing through this. Yeah, so I've done the body and the yoke. The yoke is in Cosmic Strings uh, sock base in their Halloween 2018 colourway. So it's this beautiful rich purple with bits of black and blue in it. And then some Uncommon Thread BFL apply in the Rocky Horror colourway which Heather got me yonks ago when she went down to Brighton I think mm-hmm. so I'm, 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 I'm working through the stash yep. stash plus new stash you're matching stash to new acquisitions to allow you to use up stash in the creation of new FOs exactly yes that was a very long winded way of saying whatever I just said yeah that <laughs> science and then my other project is a Briochalicious shawl which is um one of andrea maori's famous pre-find your fade shawls mm-hmm. and i'm using some viola yarn mm-hmm. which i got for christmas so more more stash shopping mm-hmm. and it's in the speckled mist colorway which is this really nice sort of like pale frosty pink and it's an exclusive colorway for loop mm-hmm. who spoiler alert will be at eyf this year yes and i believe they are bringing some viola yarn with them Ooh. which i may dive on Mm-hmm. And then my other yarn that I'm using for the actual brioche contrast colours, I've got some Koigu yarn that I got from Espace Tricot back in September. Mm-hmm. And it's like nice electric blues and pinks and things. Mm-hmm. And then I'm probably going to use the Cosmic Strings EYF colourway from last year mm-hmm. as well, which is a nice blue. So, oh yeah, I should probably backtrack a bit. So the massive wrap that I was doing in the Cosmic Strings yarn last episode mm-hmm. and the episode before, yeah, frog that. Yeah, yeah, wasn't wasn't happening. Um, after I'd got through like loads and loads of yarn, I'd essentially knit about four hundred yards of it, mm-hmm. and I went nope, <laughs> frogged it, and yeah, so it's now going to go in the brioche delicious. Nice. So hopefully that will then be my wedding shawl for Zoe's wedding. Yes, we shall see. I might frog this one. Who knows? <laughs> I've already knit a couple of um, design features into it because every now and again I'll forget to put yarn over some things in. But excellent. No one yeah. will know. Apart <laughs> from all of you. <laughs> But hey ho. So yeah, that's what I've got on the needles. What about finished projects? So we've both had some commitment issues. Yeah. As Pitt mentioned, and for those of you not in the know who don't know how our brains work, commitment is our silly podcaster ha 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 we're hilarious nitty way of saying commitment issues. Yes. We can't settle on projects. Yeah, and why settle on using an actual word in English when you can make up one instead? Yeah. I actually managed to cast off a couple things. You did? There was one week in particular mm-hmm. where my morning sickness was really, truly horrendous and I was essentially bedbound for about a week and 
I was very sad because I missed a very important event and I was just too ill to go and I really wish I could have been there. Mm-hmm. So instead I soothed myself by knitting. So I knit myself a magiskul and a minuscule set. Um, so the full set, the hat and the gloves mm-hmm. from This Thing of Paper by Carrie Westerman in the yes. Black or Swan colours that I bought at Edinburgh last year, the year before. I think it was last year because this thing of paper had just come out and you were, yeah. you were deliberately shopping. Yes. You were a woman on a mission. It was. It was last year I bought the yarn for it. So I actually managed to use up that yarn I bought at Edinburgh Yarn Festival for the pattern before this year's Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So good going. So that's not bad, but it was just enough brain power because it was mm-hmm. lovely colour work if you haven't seen the patterns oh my goodness they're beautiful I think when Carrie posted the pictures of that is when I went I was already going to buy this thing of paper yeah. but that was when I was like I need this book so I managed to knit through them and cast you them off flew through them I literally had nothing else to do I was lit- I was too ill mm. to sit at my computer I was too ill to watch screens I literally was on the sofa with a duvet and all I did was knit and even then you flew through them <laughs> and my I had a really bad headache as well because I was so dehydrated so I couldn't even like listen to music Jeez, oh, it was the worst and will hopefully never repeat that experience but you know two projects out of my pile of projects that I have to do mm-hmm. done completed good job how about you I've apparently been on a hat kick since last episode mm-hmm so as promised, I cast on the Hillhead Hats by, as it happens, the lovely Carrie Westerman. <laughs> We're a little bit obsessed with this podcast, if you can't tell. And I did it using the University of Glasgow yarn, which we also mentioned last episode. Yes. And first of all, it's a flipping amazing hat. It is so cosy and I loved knitting it. I really <laughs> want to knit more. It's really, it's a really easily memorised colour work repeat. And I'd, I think it'd be really good for beginners. Yeah. Um, it's a good way to sort of practice getting your floats the right size and things as well. And mm. It blocks like a dream. The yarn um, was quite fun to use as well. The one thing I would say is I found it quite splitty. So if anyone is planning on using it, just be wary of that. Mm-hmm. And just because I've had people ask me this several times, to reiterate, the University of Glasgow yarn, there are four colours available in the University colours. There's cream, grey, blue and pink. Mm-hmm. They are seven ninety nine for fifty gram ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know the yardage because what certainly the batch I got there was no yardage on it, so yeah. not helpful, guys. <laughs> and it is available from the University of Glasgow shop, so you can get it in person or on their website as well. Yes. You do not need to be U of G student or alumni to get your hands on it. <laughs> but I do, I do, I did enjoy knitting with it. I can recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily my personal taste because I am a bit of a. Um, softness queen mm-hmm. but it's got a really nice bite to it. it's beautiful colour work so I can recommend it for accessories and things awesome so you've got that to look forward to excellent and then the other project I've finished is the Boomtown Beanie by Jane Morrison mm-hmm. aka Yarnison on Instagram yes and uh, this is another pattern that I've had in my queue for ages mm-hmm. and I just finally got off my backside and knit it and it's the beanie that's got the cool cityscape yeah just above the brim so I flew through that using some leftover Artfil Americana DK from my Tecumseh sweater mm-hmm. and some random dropped lima that I had in my stash. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's such a beautiful, beautiful pattern. It's really effective. 
it's a bit difficult to get into the swimming of because obviously you're knitting a little cityscape so the repeats are longer yeah but it's so effective once it's done so mm-hmm. definitely gonna knit more of her patterns in the future as well I think that's going to go on my list for future knitting. Mm. In that case, Fifth, it's a good thing that we are now onto the spam section <laughs> of this episode. So I've just spammed you with the Boomtown beanie. I actually don't have any other spam. What do you have? I have some yarn spam. Ooh, okay. And even though I'm trying to shop my stash this year, I was it's because I was given a gift voucher mm-hmm. for a local yarn shop. So I was like, it would be rude not to use that. So mm-hmm. I bought some yarn. So I got four skeins of Drops Charisma in like orange and green, which I shall use for future baby knits because Drops Charisma is really good for baby knits. Yep. So DK and it's 100% wool? Yes. Superwash wool? Yes. I got some Jameson and Smith two-pie jumper weight in a really bright pink and a really vibrant purple. Mm. And I might use them to make something like some end paper mitts or something like that. Just some nice color work kind of fingerless mittens. I got a skein of opal four ply in which is all sparkly and it's like oranges and yellows and blues and greens. It's quite autumnal. Yeah. And I might make some socks with that or something. And then I got a skein of mothy and the squid sparkle sock in the autumn is coming colorway, which is mainly green with some kind of pops of orange and and kind of autumnal colors in there. So you've gone really heavy on the autumn. Yeah. More so than you would normally, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I was just feeling it. Maybe it's because it's middle of winter. Fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I picked up... I, that's me, spent out my, yeah. my Christmas voucher for that. Say, that's a decent haul, that. Yeah. No, it was a yeah. pretty decent haul. I'm pretty proud mm-hmm. of it. Fair. <laughs> you should be. I'm glad I get to get my hands on some more Jameson and Smith, because mm. it's lovely yarn. It is. I think... Um, I've seen a couple of people knitting colourwork projects with it popping up on Instagram mm-hmm. over the past couple of weeks. So yeah. I think I think there's something in the air at the moment there. Yeah. So and remember guys, we have a Instagram stories highlight where you can let us know what you have spammed on. Yep, it's uh spam tipsy knits. Mm-hmm. So just let us know if you've got yeah. any anything that you want to share that you've purchased recently whether it's patterns or yarn or anything like that just uh, drop us a wee line on there yeah we we love receiving spam i mean we love sharing the love but we also love uh, receiving recommendations too we do because some of those things there are lots and lots of amazing pattern designers yarn dyers different people out there and i think it's good to get new people into your cues and your shopping lists and things yeah and for those of you who maybe haven't listened to previous episodes, SPAM mm-hmm. stands for Stash and Pattern Acquisition Mission. Exactly. It is not a reference to spam email or giveaways and things such as that. Or the meat. Or the meat. If you could oh, call it that. No. no. <laughs> um, and actually, jumping off the back of that, last episode we did have a bit of a rant about um, spam giveaways on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So the sort of tag 11 gajillion friends. Mm-hmm giveaways um one thing i don't think we necessarily got across perhaps because we decided to go with the more entertaining edit mm-hmm. was that whilst these giveaways do wind us up mm-hmm. and we do not appreciate being tagged in, tagged in them it's not to say that we don't want to support yeah people we love to see people doing well it's yeah. just that that particular way of handling things can become irritating so it's not like we're saying we don't want to see indie dyers or small businesses on instagram at all it's just that that particular type of 
advertising when you're on the receiving end of it can become rather tiresome yes and it can become quite stressful particularly if your phone is going off numerous times especially if like me you've got two accounts because i obviously have my own account but i run the tipsy in its instagram account so i then get double the notifications because people will tag both me and the podcast yeah so and it's not great (laughs) yeah but we do love and support our indie dyers and our small businesses designers everything um, like accessory makers yeah and obviously we are aware that we do have a platform here Mm -hmm. so if you or you know someone Mm -hmm. who you know should have a bit of a spotlight shone on them you know let us know yeah if there's anything we can do as a podcast to help out we want to do that yeah um i mean that's kind of why we started the podcast was to be able to like spread the love yeah but yeah we just wanted to clarify that yes and speaking of Instagram, uh, a lot of you will know that there have been some really important discussions going on. We've been absent from social media quite a bit recently because of our personal lives, but we just thought it was really important to mention what's been going on. So our last episode in January was recorded before the discussions on racism in the knitting community started, but was posted afterwards. Basically, it can take a week to two weeks to edit these podcasts. We're also monthly, which means that we can't keep up straight away or respond as rapidly as other podcasters. Um, so you just heap the editing on on top of that. It does mean that we're maybe a little bit slower to respond to things. But that's why we're taking the time to address this in this episode. So, yeah, there's been a really important ongoing discussion about racism in the knitting community which has been quite eye-opening and we wanted to make sure that you guys know that we want this to be a safe and inclusive place yeah and obviously we also want to reiterate to you all that we are aware of what's going on we are not ignoring it um, more recently, there have been allusions to there being a silent majority from a couple of um, places who I'm not going to name because, frankly, they don't deserve the extra attention. But we would like to say that we categorically do not belong to this silent majority. Absolutely not. Um, we do not condone it. Nope. And we do not condone the behaviour of those individuals either. Nope. Um, like Pip said, we really want Tipsy Knits and obviously the wider knitting community as well to be a kind, welcoming and inclusive space. Mm-hmm. And we've spent the last couple of weeks doing what we can to make sure that we are aware of the conversations about racism in the knitting community that have been going on but also to take the time to try and better educate ourselves and to listen and to learn. Yes. And we would like to say that we are going to continue doing that going forward. Yes. Um, We don't want to list a bunch of names or attempt to summarise everything because that's just not going to do the situation justice and what we don't want to do is load even more emotional labour onto these people that Mm -hmm. have been doing a lot of work unpaid unpaid producing lots of valuable resources and they've done so very generously yes um 
but a good place to start mm-hmm. would be a thread on Ravelry that we will link to in the show notes, yes. which basically has collated a bunch of links as to where the conversation started and what's going on. Yes, and obviously if you are all on Instagram... Um... You're probably already following a lot of the people that have been having the discussion mm-hmm. and posting resources and just helping to make those of us who maybe were not as aware of what was going on more aware, aware. of it. Um, I mean, I've been following the hashtag diversity, yeah, diversity. since Socmetician started mm-hmm. it. But this has really opened my eyes. Absolutely. And made me a lot more aware. And there are so many awesome makers of colour out there that mm-hmm. I didn't know existed until oh, this there's happened. there's so many. So we just want to thank the people yes. that have been doing a lot of hard work. We really appreciate it. Um, we understand that obviously they've put in a lot of emotional labour, but obviously a lot of them may have had to go through reliving a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm that they've experienced and that is hard hard to say the least yeah. so we really really appreciate the bravery and the generosity mm-hmm. and what they've been doing over the past couple of weeks yeah and what we're gonna do is we're gonna try and be more mindful in the future we're still learning mm-hmm. we're still reading we're still listening listening this doesn't mean we're not gonna make mistakes in the future and mm-hmm let us know if we do that it's important Mm -hmm. none of us are perfect we might say something that we really didn't realize had connotations the way it did or something like Mm -hmm. that let us know so we cannot do that again yeah so again to reiterate we do not want to cause anybody any additional emotional labor or trauma Mm -hmm. um and if at any point we have ever either made anyone feel excluded or unsafe or unwelcome from tipsy knits or again the wider knitting community we would like to take this moment now to apologize for that we Mm -hmm. are extremely sorry yeah and going forward we are going to do what we can to try and make both the podcast and anyone we encounter within the community you know a better place Mm um yeah just do what we can to make sure that we're an inclusive, welcoming, kind, safe space. Yeah. And just to be abundantly clear, um, there is absolutely no place for intolerance, hatred, or discrimination on this podcast or anywhere within the knitting community. So we just thought it was really important to mention that. Um, and thank you for listening. Yes, for thank that. you very much. So, I guess we'll move on to some other stuff that's going on. Yep, definitely. So, there are lots of things on the horizon to look forward to. Um, Hopefully, on a more general level, a more Mm -hmm. inclusive, safe, kind, welcoming, nitty community. Yes. So, one of the things that's coming up is Perth. Ticket release at 7pm on the 27th of April. Mm Mm-hmm. You've got a wonderful keynote speaker in Jeanette Sloan. Yes. And if you haven't seen, some of the classes have been released, including the wonderful Frenchie from Aroha Knits, who really doesn't teach this side of the of the Atlantic yeah. very often at all. And her, the work she has been doing is fabulous. Yeah. 
her patterns are beautiful and again she's another person who's been posting a lot and doing mm-hmm. a lot of emotional labor about the Nazi community and racism yeah and oh she also has loads of amazing free stuff yes online so she has like a designer boot camp kind of thing and you can sign up to all these different things that she does so i signed up to the five shawls in five yeah, days challenge i've seen that on instagram Te- lately yeah, teaches you how to do different types of like shawl construction for designers mm-hmm. she has the swatching method like she has so yeah, much really cool stuff as well yeah like, um she's a powerhouse yeah so it's really exciting the lineup for perth this year mm-hmm. is Yep, and there's also, I think, vendor applications are closing soon if they haven't already. Yeah, at, depend- time, of recording. at time of recording, I think um, there's 11 days, 12 days to go. Yeah. So depending on how fast I can get this edited, go check because yeah. they might be over by now. But if not, go apply if you're a vendor. If, yeah. you know, if you want to vend at shows, Perth is the place to do it. It's very friendly as well to people yeah, for um, their first shows and things like that. Yeah, and Eva every year has always had a fantastic lineup of vendors. Mm-hmm. It's a very inc- it's an incredible marketplace. Yeah, and it's as a attendee rather than a vendor myself, mm-hmm. I found it's been fantastic for discovering new people. Yes, Eva outdoes herself yeah, every, every year. year. So seven p.m. on the twenty seventh of April. April, tickets go on sale. Be there. Yep, and in the more immediate future, we have. Edinburgh Art Festival. So, first off, obviously tickets and classes have been and gone on sale. Yep, sold out. Yep. Um, There will be tickets available on the door, I think, on the Friday and the Saturday. Mm -hmm. And as with every year, if you haven't been able to get a ticket online, unfortunately that's the way these things go. Yep. Edinburgh Um, is one of the premier knitting festivals in Europe, if not the world. Yep. It's going to be highly contested the venue doesn't get bigger every year to accommodate for that you know and just accept it with grace but please be aware that obviously although the idea of queuing at the door might sound a little bit stressful Mm -hmm. in reality last year in particular that queue was moving quite well yeah it's very well organized um it's very well organized it's well it's they're 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 professionals yeah joe, joe and mika know what they're doing and they do their absolute utmost every year to make sure that everybody gets in and has the best possible time and if you missed tickets to the socials you didn't get a chance mm-hmm. there's other things going on in edinburgh it doesn't mean you're gonna have yes. to sit in all night we understand you might be a bit disappointed that's totally understandable mm-hmm. but you want to go to a kaylee there's gonna be other kayleys oh, absolutely. you know if you want to go out for a meal there's lots of places to go out for meals Edinburgh is a wonderful city. Obviously, yeah. we're biased towards Glasgow because that's where we live. But as someone with a family from Edinburgh, I flipping love Edinburgh. It's yeah. beautiful. It's great. Take a chance to go explore, spend yes. your evenings looking around. If you, know? you are a Harry Potter fan, you are going to be in seventh heaven. Yes. <laughs> frankly. But we're not a Harry Potter podcast. No. One thing we have done this year is we've not really done another blog post or anything about how to festival we have noticed people are going and having a look at that yes we have so if you want to you can go back on our blog and see how we prepare for the festival um pip and i prepare in very different ways in that pip prepares and i absolutely don't bother (laughs) (laughs) frankly i over prepare hey they say failure to prepare something 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 
I kind of lose interest after failure to prepare, to be honest with you. <laughs> You're like, oh, applies to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm too impulsive. But I think between us, we've kind of put up some suggestions on how to go about the day. And even if, you know, you just remember basic things like make sure you layer up. Mm-hmm. If you're not a native, Edinburgh can be flipping windy and chilly at the best of times. Yes. But also, once you get in, you are going to be in a place that's got lots of lamps mm-hmm. and also lots of bodies. Yes. Clad in knitwear. It gets warm. It does get warm. I mean, it's spring. It's going to be cold on the outside and warm on the inside. Yeah, and it snowed last year. Yeah, it, it actually yeah. did. And we were all sitting there going, please don't be bees from the East Mark too. Mm. Please don't. <laughs> so, yeah. just because it's spring in scotland Mm -hmm. that does not mean it will be warm yeah and also make sure you remember in your budget to bring money for food and drink Mm because it's the one thing that i somehow forget every year despite being someone who constantly needs coffee fed into her veins (laughs) (laughs) so make sure you make sure you plan ahead for that one Mm because i probably should yeah so this year instead of Mm -hmm. going through the whole vendor list yep what we've done is we've noticed a lot of people are shopping from stash this year Yep, in fact, Joe Shinybees predicted that would be a trend this year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, there goes, ahead of the trend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, instead of highlighting all of the amazing yarn vendors, of which there are many, so many, 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 you can go and have a look at that on the website. Mm-hmm. What we thought we'd do instead was highlight some of the vendors who will be bringing non-yarn items. Yes. So we're talking accessories, we're talking notions, mm, bags, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, you've handily collated some of these. And you've, you're you looking at me because you don't want to pronounce this one. <laughs> I can do this one. I can okay, do Pip, this one. go on. You're, well, you're from Northern Ireland, so you can do this one. I don't speak Irish. I know, but you're closer to the that than I am. So it's Ancotton Biag. Mm-hmm. And she's the sinister cat lady. I'm sure you've all seen the sinister yeah. cats. She's got lovely yoked sweaters. Yes, the sinister... Is it the catagon? The, the catagon, yes. And she also does the sinister cat badges. Yeah, they are the cutest pins. There's one, I think, Heather has it. Mm-hmm. And it says, um, rude word, the patriarchy. Yes. <laughs> I really want it. And I don't even like pins. I've got one of the of the sinister cat wearing the sinister cat again. Oh, nice! It's excellent. I got that at at uh, Perth actually. Yeah. She also does amazing jewelry, mm-hmm. shawl pins, stitch markers, all kinds of stuff. I pretty it's much beautiful. love all of her stuff. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. we have Ardlanish Weaving Mill. Yep. And they have things like clothes, accessories, homeware, and they're based on the Isle of Mull. Mm -hmm. So excellent Scottish woven textiles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another one that we've got is Beyond Measure. Mm -hmm. And Pip got very excited about this when she realised that they have uh, wrist rulers. Yes. I've wanted one for so long. And this year I think I probably will actually get one. Good plan. I love mine. I mean, mine's not from them, but I very much rate having because if nothing else i don't use it for measuring things i just like it as an accessory yeah they're cute uh but beyond measure also have things such as markers they've got the uh kohana snips mm-hmm. which are so cute and like ergonomic looking um they've got buttons as well so if any of you are looking for buttons to put on cardigans and things like that mm-hmm. good place to start another vendor that caught our eye was and i'm probably going to butcher this one as well uh bodolina does that sound right? Bodolina? Yeah, Bodolina? Bo- Bodolina. And again, this is an one you got excited about in particular because they have organisers. Yes, needle organisers. Needle organisers, needle pouches. So I think if you're looking to Marie Kondo, your knitting life, mm-hmm. 
this is probably going to be a vendor for you. That's at least the gist I kind of got from yeah. looking through this stuff. I've got some beautifully crafted things. Yeah. I'll definitely be going to have a look. Yep. Uh, last year, Daughter of a Shepherd had, of course, she had her yarn, mm-hmm. but she also had a range of like hand creams and foot creams and things like yeah. that. I use mine all the time. My mum was over at the weekend and we did a lot of cleaning and when she wears rubber gloves her skin reacts to them so she was like can i have some more of that hand cream can i have some more of that i love that hand cream can i have some more so i might pick some up for her i'll be honest it's one of the many things you bought last year that i've been coveting for the past 12 months (laughs) i think i went and i got some and i sat down on the last day of the festival last year and everyone looked and was like oh what's that and i was like it's this beautiful hand cream and everyone was like i'm going to get some oh it smells delicious (laughs) it's a bit like in uh, lord of the rings when pippin sits down and with the uh, mary sits down with the pint and he's like i'm going to get one that was a bit like (laughs) it it smells so good because it's all lavender yeah mm. i really want some and it's eczema friendly Ooh, always a bonus yep who else is on our list there is emily cross ceramics yarn balls pip's literally just saying what i wrote down uh, yarn balls complete with exclamation mark i didn't expect you to sing it but sure <laughs> i love yarn balls you do you have many do you have any from emily cross has I she been don't. there has she been before or no, not? no i got mine from the now retired uh, wendy well if you are looking to add yarn balls to your knitting life could highly recommend they are fantastic especially when doing color work oh yes good plan and the ones that emily cross has on her website look amazing they look really they beautiful, look beautiful. Yeah. some lovely colors mm-hmm. another one which we're really excited about on the list and was only just recently announced is the amazing katie green mm-hmm. she is an artist and also the podcaster behind the green bean podcast yes and i am super excited about this mm-hmm. i've followed katie for a number of years just from the whole comics scene Mm -hmm. and i've got a print that she did for pom-pom magazine Mm -hmm. and i just love i love her art yeah and i don't know what she's bringing Mm -hmm. i don't really care what she's bringing i just know that i'm gonna go up to her stand and throw money at her and fangirl (laughs) and fangirl like crazy i should probably not do that (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna be like i love your work (laughs) i'm not gonna take my print and ask her to sign it because that would be weird (laughs) probably and if she listens to this this is gonna be even weirder (laughs) But you know, it's not a yarn festival if I don't make a complete muppet out of myself at someone. Yeah. Usually it's Emily of Tin Can it's for some reason. But <laughs> I know. But yeah, Casey does oh her podcast is one of the most relaxing, chilled out YouTube podcasts ever. Mm-hmm. Cause she doesn't just touch on knitting. She'll show you the zines and things that she's working on as well. Mm-hmm. And she shows you like the walks she goes on with her wee dog. Lovely. Yeah. So I think her stand is gonna be a definite highlight. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. We have also got the Knitting Gift Shop, who, if any of you have been to Edinburgh before, mm-hmm. you'll have seen them. They have all kinds of goodies. They have jewellery, stitch markers. Mm-hmm. I got a lovely shawl pin from them oh, last year yeah. or the year before. Wooden yarn balls, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, everything's made out of different materials as well. Yeah, very, very lovely. So whatever your aesthetic, I think there is definitely something there for you as well. Yep. There's Knit with Attitude, mm-hmm. who I think are a local yarn shop. Yep, down in London. And they have some stuff like bags. They've got some cool pins. Yeah. Um, they've only just recently put them on Instagram, but they're like yellow and pink and they've got this punk aesthetic and they say like, knit it yourself. Mm-hmm. Last year they launched some knitting backpacks for, I think, Plister. Oh. I apologise if I've butchered that pronunciation. I've had a glass of gin. <laughs> uh, but they they are beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. bags. And I remember people were rushing for them because I think they only had a limited number. Yeah. Because they were handmade, but 
They're also the store which had the Garn Sur yarn. Right. Which is the yarn that's dyed by the Women's Collective mm-hmm. in Scandinavia, which are beautiful, so I want to get my hands cool. on that. But that's yarn. So, yeah. anyway, back to the non-yarn. Pip. Malika, mm-hmm. who makes this beautiful knitted jewellery. If you follow Countess Ablaze, you might mm-hmm. have seen. She has these beautiful cuffs that's like yeah. knitted with wire and yarn and beads. And oh my goodness, they She's are got, works of art. There's like Swarovski crystals as well. Yeah. I first noticed her, I think, during a Tits Out Collective. I think mm-hmm. she did some sort of like stitch markers and things. Yeah. Oh, her website is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just, I was like, oh goodness. There's also Minook, and they have again bags. They also have some really adorable little pins mm-hmm. that I really want to get my hands on. They That's have quite funny given that some of the pins are actually shaped like hands. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so clever. I have a little um, embroidery hoop with like embroider with fabric on it mm-hmm. that I put all my pins on so they don't get lost, and I just love looking at it. So the pins are really, really cute. Yeah. Then there's Namolio. And they work with linen and wool and they've got like... All natural products and things. Yeah, and they've got like pin cushions, pins, badges. Crocheted items. Crocheted flowers, I think. Yeah, they look lovely. Yeah. There's another Edinburgh favourite on the list and that is Pink Hazel Bags. Mm -hmm. So the creator of the Edinburgh... Yes. Will be there. You got a bag from her last year, didn't you? I actually did manage to get one before she sold out last year. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, within, like, the first couple of hours, like, they were having to shunt around all the bags and things. Yeah. They go fast, guys. If you want one, go go to her first. I'm torn between trying to get one this year and kind of just going, you know what? I'm possibly not meant to have one of these. I have (laughs) so many bags now, but... You do. You are a bag connoisseur. I love my bag that yeah. I got last year they're so well made really really sturdy beautiful range of fabrics yep mm-hmm. yep highly recommend yep we of course have Soak yep who soak. are Soak yep <laughs> they sell Soak can't beat them they're yep. pretty good but yeah I've not had something from them for quite a while but my favourite scent that they do is called Celebration mm-hmm. it's got a pink label on it and it smells like Christmas awesome but not like cinnamony Christmas it just smells very festive mm-hmm. and Christmassy Okay, that's cool. Which probably makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> but I rate I rate their soap because I think one of the good things about their stuff is you don't have to rinse it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I quite like that because I'm lazy. Yeah. Though actually speaking of soak and things, I think Bar Ramu will be there again this year. Mm-hmm. And they do some fantastic soak as well. So if you want a bit of variety, and I'm sure there'll also be people who'll bring things like, uh, is it Eucalan? Yes. That's one you use, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so if you're looking to t- uh, top up your soak, mm-hmm. whatever brand you choose, EYF, good opportunity. Good place to do it. Another favourite on our list is TJ Frog, lovely podcaster, mm-hmm. Tanya. And she will be there with her... Dun, 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 dorset buttons! Yes, she's famous for these dorset buttons now. And at some point we really need to try making them. Yeah. My friend Dawn got a kit, not last year, I think, but the year before, and she is obsessed. Mm-hmm. And every time I see her, she'll have new ones. And I'm just kind of like, I need to do this. I Be good for using up scraps. Yeah. There's also Tilly Flop, who does cards, paper, stickers. stickers tea towels, prints. Yeah. I have recently been buying cards from her. Mm-hmm. And they are beautiful. They're really lovely. Yeah. Um, so I can very much recommend those. And she also does things that... Some of them are quite cheeky, so there's obviously, like, you know, she's still got the Tits Out Collective cards. Yes. And it's got messages on it, like, you know, for maximum exposure, put me wherever. <laughs> um, and you've got other things like, you know, 
there'll be a picture of um, a sweater and it'll have different like words mm-hmm. on it and things. Really cool. Love her. There's Woolly Originals, mm-hmm. who does the beautiful colour work bags um, on her knitting machines. Yes. Oh, they're stunning. Oh, I've coveted one for years. Yes. Maybe this will be the year that I buy mm. one. She also has a really good post on her blog on mm. where to eat, drink, shop and visit in Edinburgh. And uh-huh. where to visit in Edinburgh for free. Because you can get into places free. Yes. So I'd highly recommend that blog post. It is almost exhaustive it it's looks like brilliant and we i think it's a really good one whether you're completely new to edinburgh or whether you're a bit more of a um, a seasoned traveler as it were yeah because there's some places on that list that i've not even heard of yeah and she breaks down the food into all different like types of food as well yes so 100 percent, go check mm-hmm. out that blog post mm-hmm. Another one on the list is wool and flour as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously she does yarn primarily, beautiful natural dyed yarn. But she also probably will have her tweed bags, tweed bags which are amazing. I have one. I love it so much. Yeah, she makes them out of recycled uh, tweed suits and jackets yeah. and things, and they are brilliant. She also last year had recycled buttons and things. Yes. That I've got some, so it'll be worth having a look. Mm-hmm. And then last one on our list is a lovely yarnistry. Yep. How to sum up Yarnistry? Everything? Beavers. Beavers. She has beavers. Yeah. And she does all kinds of like laser cut tools. So I have a gauge swatch, mm-hmm. kind of a gauge checker that has a needle sizer in it and stuff as well. She does stitch markers. Necklaces. She had a really cute pussy hat. Oh, um, yeah. pussy hat pins I've got one of those oh yeah and she does uh, the project bags as well the things like like the cat with the floof hunter oh yes her, yeah. her new project bags and yeah. t-shirts are actually so funny I love yeah, them I think it's her partner uh, the bearded hooker mm-hmm. on Instagram he does some amazing sort of like graphics and things based on um, Ikea mm-hmm. instructions and they are hilarious yes they're really really good so yeah. That's from our kind of quick overview of some of the maybe yes. not so yarn heavy vendors. Uh-huh. There's loads there. So even if you're not looking to enhance your stash, there's uh-huh. still plenty to look at. We've also just covered the main vendor list. We've yes. not covered the vendors who are going to be there on Sunday. So on the Sunday, there is a going to be a, a very wool heavy kind of wool celebration, essentially, which is one of the fringe events. And unfortunately, I won't be able to make it because I'm going to be six months pregnant yep. so it might be a bit much for me i will hopefully make it along yep so one of the people on that list who will be vending on the sunday is lorna also known as stitch birdie on instagram and she's so lovely yeah so she does amazing like buttons and badges uh, christmas decorations mm-hmm. i've got a couple of christmas decorations yeah um she's collaborated previously with uh, wool and flower actually decorating mm-hmm. and adorning the pouches yep uh, she does some beautiful stuff, so very much recommend checking her out. And you can see all the other vendors online at yes. the, the website. We will make sure there is a link. And if, well, we've said it several times, but just to reiterate, make sure if you haven't already that you sign up to the Edinburgh Yarn Fest newsletter. Yeah. It is the best way to make sure you get all the information straight from Joe Mika. Yeah. And um, just make sure that it's not going to go into your spam filters and mm-hmm. also make sure that you do hit the subscribe button because I think it works like MailChimp or something. Yes. So that's kind of everything we had to talk about today. What yep. we will say is that the last episode we mentioned something that was in the works that has now been set up. Mm-hmm. If any of you would like to support the podcast, because it does actually cost money to host the podcast and mm-hmm. 
buy lovely prizes for you guys mm-hmm. we have now got a coffee set up so you can find us at coffee.com forward slash tipsy knits podcast and for those of you that don't know what coffee is basically it just allows you to it's, a, it's almost like a tip jar yeah so it's ko-fi.com forward slash tipsy knits podcast and if any of you would like to pop something in there it's available for you. Yep, and it would be much appreciated, but it's by no means compulsory. Exactly. And it goes... Well, I say it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. We appreciate all of your support over yes. the past couple of years. And we are really, really excited to hopefully meet new and familiar faces at Edinburgh Yarn Festival next month. Yeah. Gosh, we're going to hit our four-year anniversary this year. Yes, we are. <laughs> wow, guys. I just um, had that moment. So yeah, if you see us at Edinburgh, come say hi. Let us know who you are. Tell us your yes. Ravelry name or your Instagram name. Yeah, we are both terrible. With names and faces. faces yeah, as <laughs> as a tutor, it's a really bad thing for me. <laughs> so if I do call you one of my students' names, I apologise in advance. It's essay season. Yeah. But we are really looking forward to meeting you all. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if you want a hug, just just ask us for a hug. We'll, we'll do hugs. We'll do selfies. Yep. We're, we're down for all that. We're down for a good chat, um, you know. Yep. And I, may, you may find me sitting down, because I will be, as I said, six months pregnant at the time. But you can always come and say hi anyway. Don't feel like you have to, you know, let me be. I, I'm happy to talk mm. to people. I might just be sitting down most of the time. Yeah. So one of us will have slightly lowered um, energy levels, but don't worry, one of us will drink a lot of coffee to make up for that. (laughs) I'm sure I'll still be bouncing off the walls. Oh, you probably will be. (laughs) So, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, hopefully we will see some of you at Edinburgh. Bye! Thank you for tuning in to the Tipsy Knits podcast, whether a new or returning listener. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram as at Tipsy Knits. You can also find us on YouTube as an audio podcast under the name Tipsy Knits Podcast. The music is from the lovely Juke Deck, where you can generate your own music for podcasts. So for any aspiring or other podcasters out there, check out Juke Deck. Thanks for listening. <laughs>